You're listening to the Entrepreneur Ignited Podcast. Where you'll get proven strategies to start and grow your online business from in the trenches digital entrepreneurs. EntrepreneurIgnited.com. Launch your online business. Live your dreams. Now, here's your host, Derek Gale. Welcome to the Entrepreneur Ignited Podcast, a podcast designed to skip the hype, skip the BS, and bring you real actionable tips and strategies to help you grow your business and income on the internet. This is your host, Derek Gale, and today we're going to be discussing how to sell high-ticket products with low-pressure sales. And, you know, uh, one of the fastest ways to increase your profits is to add a premium offering to your product lineup. Uh, or, I mean, to put it bluntly, it's hard to get rich selling cheap products only. But, you know, here's the thing. To successfully sell higher ticket items, it does require a very specific skill set and a process. And I can tell you that there's – I know there's a right way and a wrong way to sell high ticket items. And if you sell them the wrong way using high-pressure tactics, you're going to end up with potentially unhappy customers, refunds, chargebacks, or even a damaged reputation. And, and that's why I'm looking forward to today's interview because our guest is an expert at building and developing and teaching people how to create sales process to sell high-ticket items using a low-pressure process that creates huge results and happy customers. And he has the results to prove it, directly generating millions of dollars in sales every year with this system. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome T.G. Thomas to the show. T.G., thanks for joining me today. Hey, Derek. Thank you for having me. I'm really looking forward to this. Absolutely. Now, before we get started, can you just take a second and expand on your int- the introduction I just gave you and, and more specifically share your journey to becoming this uh, sales expert and entrepreneur. You know, h- how did you get here? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I've actually been selling or in the sales industry, you know, for about 20, quite close to 26 years. Uh, and I started at a young age uh, because I was all, I mean, I was entrepreneurial, you know, when I was in my teens. And the sales, the sales process period just always um, excited me. I mean, I was like, wow, it's always so kind of cool how there's a, a, a give and a take. And, and um, my, my parents had uh, a, a retail store when I was growing up. So, the, you know, the whole sales uh, atmosphere really got me excited. So I started, you know, doing sales at a young age. Now, what really turned me on to uh, a question-based approach was when I was younger, uh, as, I, as I graduated university, I um, worked with, uh, with a special a math program because uh, my degree was in math, math and engineering as a minor. And we went into the inner city schools because I grew up in Philadelphia, and we taught uh, children, mainly fourth, fifth, and sixth graders, how to, how to um, do calculus and algebra. Now, if you listen, if your listeners are saying, "Wait a second, they don't usually teach that till eighth or yeah. ninth grade," <laughs> they're absolutely right. So it was awesome because, really, if you think about certain types of exponentiation and all that, it's just multiplication, right? When where kids learn how to do that at ages four—I mean, I'm sorry—in grades four and five. So it was amazing that these young children, nine, ten-year-olds, were getting these concepts. But the way that we were teaching them was were just through questions. We used a Socratic. You know, which based on Socrates, you know, a philosopher asking these questions, the Socratic way of teaching. So all, all I did was ask questions for 11 years. I did that for 11 years. Mm-hmm. And as I was doing that, it really helped my sales side too because 
we were only allowed to ask questions. So a lot of what I learned in terms of sales, I actually learned during that time because when I first got into the industry, I was following you know a lot of the well-known names out there. And you know, even though there was success behind it, it seemed like there was a little bit of high pressure associated also. So I continually started trying different things. And my main focus was always, I want to sell the way I want to be sold to. Um, and I know there's some high pressure things that people do out there. And I've talked to people that do that type of selling. And they all tell me the same thing. They're like, man, I never want to be sold the way that I sell, you know, which I, which I was thinking <laughs> that, that, that it's kind of weird yeah. that, that, you know, with the economy that they, they just don't want that to happen. So I'm thinking, heck, why don't you just sell the way that you want to be sold? To me, it makes sense. So that's how I started going down this path of trying to find, to, you know, you know, kind of just find, uh, fine tune this process. And, uh, you know, I was always been a student of people, you know, to see why people do the things that they do. But I always looked at myself when I was out as a consumer. So, you know, I just started working on different things. And uh, that's how the no pressure uh, sales system that I that uh, that, you know, that that I'm kind of known for with certain people in the internet marketing uh, industry, um, uh, you know, came about because I put together the system that you can, you know, you can use it for low ticket. Um, but I mean, I sell up to a hundred thousand uh, dollars in, in coaching packages right now using this system, and it's really effective with high ticket because um, you're taking people through a process uh, where they, you know, nobody's going to f- really give a, you know, checks for five, ten, mm-hmm. twenty, thirty thousand dollars or more without having some kind of connection, right? That they have to kind of feel like they they're, they're being heard. They have to feel that they're getting value. So when I when I consult with my students, when I work with my you know future customers, I'm always trying to build that connection, always give that value. So that's where the journey has come. Is it's gone from really just not liking the way that I was being asked to sell, to learning more about how to ask the proper types of questions, to you know implementation. You know, there's a lot more. I know we don't have limited time. But right now, this is, I mean, I just love my life. I love everything that I do because I'm working with uh, people that are truly wanting to change and and make the marketplace better. So the the clients that I work with really are, hey, can you help me? I'm trying to, you know, increase my sales, but I want to do it the right way. So I'm working with students that are really excited about learning how to sell the right way and that I'm doing it myself. And, you know, so, yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely happy and I'm be more than happy to you know if you have some specific questions to see how oh, we can I do. help listeners. Okay, awesome, awesome. <laughs> yeah, I've I've got some specifics now. Before we get in, because I, I really want to dig into the no pressure selling system that you've developed. Because I mean, first of all, I, you know, I I, th- I think it not only does it sound effective, but it also sounds like a nicer way to sell for people who don't like to sell. You know, it just it just sounds better. But before we get into that. Um, Let's look at some of the different sort of models that you see out there right now. And what are the mistakes that you're seeing other people making, whether it's, you know, call centers or sales floors or in, in-house sales teams or sales processes? What are the mistakes you see? Well, one of the main things that I see is the approach is not necessarily a customer-centered approach. Um, and, the, and the reason that's really important is a lot of times when when there's a company that works out their metrics and they look at the net, there's a big percentage of that that goes towards uh, refunds, you know, um, 
it also be a decreased lifetime value for a customer because somebody may buy from you once, but if they don't buy again, well, that LTV, the lifetime value the customer is going to give to you is going to go down also, um, uh, setting aside time for their support to deal with customer complaints. So the thing is, you can make money. You know, you can really make money with a high-pressure approach, but there's a lot of down. There's a lot of negatives to it, also. Mm-hmm. So my uh, the the main thing I would say is that a lot of times the salespeople in their mind they're like, you know, I've got a good product, I know it's a good product, I believe in it. The customer needs to have my product because they need it. Therefore, I can kind of sell and and do it the way that I want to kind of almost forcibly sell them because in my mind I know it's a good thing that I'm doing, right? Mm-hmm. But again, the salesperson that I see is they, they tend to do it from a me attitude. I, it's I, this, I'm going to get this. And <clears throat> a lot of times, that, you know, it just feels like there's like a, a big testosterone type of push. Like, okay, it's me against them, you know, type of attitude. Mm-hmm. That's probably the biggest thing that I see. When I work with customers, um, they have a really – a good engaging experience. The other thing is, I, I give them a lot of power. I the questions that I ask really empower them to the point that anytime there's a transaction going on, the best salesperson is not going to be you, right? It's going to be them. Mm-hmm. When 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 your when your future customer really makes these decisions based on the questions you ask them, and they kind of hear themselves speak, and they're like, "Wow, I do have this issue. I do have this problem." Mm-hmm. Um, it's just so much more powerful. So. The reason I don't hardly ever get refunds and don't get complaints, uh, I've got a high lifetime value for my customers because they keep coming back and getting other products because of the way that I work, you know, talk to them and deal with them. And at the end of the day, because I've actually taken myself out of the equation, I've detached myself and I made it so I'm going to help these individuals out. Since that's been my focus, my income goes up automatically, you know, because I've detached myself. From the sale and do something to help them you know what i you know what i want is to you know to make more money obviously but mm-hmm. i want to do it as i help people so if i help people and I do it the right way i'm going to make money also whereas i if i just go out to get a commission you know and if that's the my main focus i don't do right by the customer therefore what i want in the from the beginning is, is you know it's going to go down you know what i mean it's just kind mm-hmm. of it, it, to, to me it's the main thing is making sure the customer's needs first of all that they're heard which is something i didn't talk about that the a lot of times customers are not listened to it's more the salesperson doing the talking so if you listen if you let the customer be heard and you address what their problems are you provide value and everything else should come right from that okay so now let's dig into this and actually let's let's walk through the process okay and i think the you know the best way to do that is to you know when you get on a call with somebody what is what does this process look like what are the questions that you're asking and and i don't know what the best way to demonstrate this is but you know if you want to come up with a, a mock scenario here that's great um but uh you know give people an idea of what this process looks like from opening through to taking them to a, a point where they're willing to make that investment? Sure. Uh, my uh, When I teach my system to individuals, just to kind of simplify it, I break it up into four parts. And I break it up into uh, a connection or connecting part, a uh, discovery, a presenting, and then a close. Now, the close, I personally, I call it what, MBO, 
M is in Mary, B is in boy, O is in ask, MBO, which stands for mutually beneficial outcome. So instead of me talking about closing people, I like to talk about having M and MBO because it's to me it's a win-win situation. Mm-hmm. I still use the word close because most people don't know what an MBO is, right? Yeah. So I still I kind of use them interchangeably, but I let them know, hey, listen, you want that ending to be mutually beneficial as long as there's a win-win. So um, I break it up that way. Uh, most of the students that I work with are typically right now either doing internet marketing. They may be doing uh, selling some kind of product from a Facebook ad or some sort of ad which leads them to a webinar. Mm-hmm. And for the webinar, they'll go to a free strategy session. And during that strategy session, either they or somebody on their team will be making calls trying to you know, hopefully provide value but also get some sort of uh, you know, signature on the line contract to do you know, monthly coaching or whatnot. I also work with people that do just straight affiliate or maybe internet marketing. I'm sorry, yeah, uh, network marketing also where they're you know, having to call people on the phone. Even though you can use what I teach – uh, face-to-face, my specific strength in, in the niche I work with is phone sales. Mm-hmm. So if you're on the phone, that's the most powerful way to use what I teach. So I, I show people how to connect with individuals. You know, when you first get on the, on the phone, and something a little bit before that I'll share with you in just a minute. Then there's a discovery where now this is where the sale is made. Mm-hmm. The other thing is a lot of times people think the sale in, in certain high-pressure type of scenarios are made at the end in my system the sale is made during discovery okay so pretty much if you ever hear me closing you're like wow that was sound like a kind of a weak type of a close because really all i do is ask them for money and they say yes (laughs) they typically say yes so it doesn't have to be too fancy because if i did everything else the right way uh i kind of know when i when i'm going to be getting a sale at the end uh then i to go into a presentation or presenting phase, and then it's the close. Now, the other thing a lot of times I see salespeople do is they'll mix up the discovery and the uh, presenting. Uh, a lot of times people are keen on presenting their offer because they're like, man, I know my product is awesome. It's great. And then they start presenting too soon mm-hmm. you know, before they find out what the needs are. The, and that's why you get objections at the end. Because if you're not addressing what people's needs are, like if I'm going into a car dealership to buy a car, and my main thing is I need to make sure that the there's good safety elements. I've got three, you know, two kids. I want to make sure that the airbags, are, you know, they have side airbags. You know, and the crumple zones. Those type. Those are my priorities. And then the salesman's talking to you, talking about cup holders and stereos. You know what I mean? The stereo yeah. system. There's a disconnect there, and I'm just going to tune out and have objections later. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas if you can focus on what their needs are and make those connections throughout your presentation, it, you know, it's almost like, man, this makes a lot of sense. So, this, so that's the way I go. I connect with people, discover, and then present that I close. So that's how the the whole process looks. Okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dig into a few of those sections. So uh, connecting. What do you mean by connecting? What what are you doing to connect with somebody? They pick up the phone, you pick up the phone. What does a connection look like? All right, so here's one thing that I teach my students. Um, I uh, Even though we're there to help them, one thing that I've found from you know talking to thousands of you know students that I've had is that um, too many of them, when they first start talking to people, they talk to them about being a friend. You know, I'll talk about the weather. I'll talk about the sports and things like that. I don't really count that as connecting. 
So what I share with my students is when you get on a phone with someone, it's always best to be an expert, you know, coming as an expert. So here's what I mean by that. Now, I don't teach anything about cold calling. So my, my, my clients, when I work with them, if they have any type of cold calling type of uh, process, uh, I share with them how to do some sort of lead generation and put them through a funnel to warm them up. Okay, When you're cold calling people, to me, it's not the best use of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's not what this system is set. This is not for a cold calling type of call center or phone, you know, phone team. Mm-hmm. So what I have myself, let's say we just use that example I, I did with the Facebook ad to the webinar, to the strategy session. So what I share with my students is before you get your, yourself or your phone team on the phone, take them to a thank you page or take this or have an email sequence in there where they can go to see some videos of testimonials, mm-hmm. like a testimonial page that can, you know, that talks about you. Or if it's several people on the team talks about how well the team has done in addressing their needs, especially if they're past, you know, uh, current customers, mm-hmm. you know, people that can give you testimonials. So when you enter into the, that first conversation, Rather than them not knowing who that you are, they're like, "Oh, okay, this is uh, Derek Gill. He's a uh, looks like he's a pretty, you know, he knows what he's doing. He knows he knows what he's talking about." So that's the first thing when I talk about connection is to put that as a warm up process. So when you enter into that uh, conversation, they kind of know who you are and know that you're not just some Joe Schmo walking off the street. So really, what I do when I so when I first speak with someone, what I'll do is I'll introduce myself. You know, hi, this is T.G. Thomas with you know, XYZ Company. I'm just you know giving you a call. Looks like you want us to give you a I'll give you a call to follow up on a on, on a webinar that you want. But let me just start by asking you, Derek, what was it about the the webinar? What was it about the website or whatever the thing is that really attracted you or or or, or, or made you just you know sign your name down there and ask for us to call you back? What was it that you saw? So right off, I'll I'll ask them because I want to start finding out. I'm not. I don't want to. You know, their time's valuable. Mine's valuable. I want to find out how I'm going to be able to help this person. So I don't do a whole lot of small talk. Now, if they start with some small talk, then yeah, that that's fine. But I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on that. I want to start making a connection here. I want them to know right off the bat, I want to know about them. I'm not going to spend a lot of time talking about how great I am. They've already saw the testimonials, mm-hmm. they, you know, video, and so, so they kind of know that I you know, have produced results or that people have favorable things. So I'm not going to spend a lot of time on me. I want to say, you know, what is it that attracted you? Then I'm going to start listening to what they said, you know, really listen, you know, not just ask it and then move on to something else. I want to find out what they what they said. I mean, if it's uh, if you if you're selling, uh, uh, you know, uh, some sort of tra- a funnel, let's say that you're selling a funnel, uh, and they're already online and trying to make some money, they're like, oh well, look kind of, it, it looked really nice uh, the the way the funnels are set up and 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 done. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm having trouble with my business, and I'm really needing a way to get customers to convert on the back end. You know, then I can follow up with that. Okay, so, so tell me a little bit about your business now. What exactly you're saying that you, are you having some problems getting the conversions? Where you, you know, so, so I can try to find out some things right off the get go about the problems that they're having. And then what I try, and, and now this is where some of the things that I do differ from some of the other guys, even that use question based approaches. Uh, a lot of times people focus on the features of a program 
And here's the thing. Whether they come in because their funnel is lacking, whether they come in because it's a six-week uh, diet implementation, you know, some sort of you know, change my body in six-week program, you know, whether there's network marketing, nobody is coming in really saying, I want to become the best network marketer or I want to be the best student you ever had. It's typically, I want to make more money. <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, I want to make money. I want to lose weight because I can't get a date. Um, you know, uh, I, you know, so there's usually some underlying thing that I want to get out. And I, that's what I typically focus on. I don't spend a whole lot of time talking about metrics of this and this and that. Mm-hmm. I really look at this whole process almost like a superpower because if you do this the right way, it almost doesn't matter what the product or service is mm-hmm. because your focus is going to be on them. So I get them to start dialoguing with me. I want to find out, okay, that you got some issue with the funnel, and then I'll start asking more about, well, you know, how are you know how is this things going for you? Uh, if they start telling me, well, you know, my wife is getting all upset at me because I'm you know spending hours after hours after bedtime on the computer, and you know she doesn't know what the heck I'm looking at, and you know, I, you know, it's causing discourse. Now, you know, if they, I, I, you know, I, I want to pull that out. Also, but how does that make you feel? You know, I mean, so when you're doing these other programs where you're trying to find a way to get this thing done, and and you and you're you're not where you want to be, how has it impacted your life? How has it impacted your work schedule? You know, and so I, I go off into really, and this is why I say so. So I'm going now from connecting with them. I'm going more into discovery because I want to start finding out really what their needs are and part of the reason i'm wanting to find these needs at is i want them to listen to it also mm-hmm. I, want, I want them to hear themselves and that's why i ask a lot of questions and i want them to answer and take as much time to answer because this is where the sale is made they've got to know truly what their pain is not that they need a new funnel uh, that they need a way to get from Right, you know, racking up debt on their credit cards or this or that, and start making some money because that's going to make a lot of their pain go away because they don't have to worry about. It. They won't be stressed out. The wife will be happy. They can maybe leave their job that they're having to travel. You know, spending an hour and a half in traffic each way. They're not seeing their kids. Those are the things that I want them to. If that if that's what their true pain is, they need to realize it. Mm-hmm. That it's not just a funnel; it's a lot deeper than that. Does that make sense? Yep, that makes perfect sense. So that, that that's going through the discovery phase. You're trying to find that problem and, and pull those out. Once you now that you, you so you've gone through that process, you understand you know what's really making them tick. You know what are the what are the pain points there? How do you use that then in the presentation? portion because you say you don't you really use features to sell most people think well presenting i'm going to present my product right i'm going to present all the features and and benefits but how do you utilize what you've discovered in that process yeah it's it's actually pretty simple so so when when you're going through discovery they're going to tell you really what you know what their pain is so they're going to tell you what they want Mm -hmm. okay They're, they're going to you're going to find out and they're going to find out. So what I do, like for instance, uh, I mean, I'm in the 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 biz op space really with a lot of what I with what I because I still do high ticket sales myself. Mm-hmm. So when I when I do uh, go through the um, discovery, I, I I ask them a lot about because you know since I'm dealing with the biz op space, people are 
typically working. They're already working full time, and they're just trying to start an internet marketing or network marketing company. And what I do is I try to find out why they're even coming online. Why are you coming online? So I'll ask them, you know, questions about, uh, you know, what is, what, what is it that you do, okay, and you know, how long you've been doing it. Um, and one quick thing I want to let people know about when you ask people a question, especially about their job. Just because they're coming online to look for a job, don't assume that they don't like their job. Right. Okay, that, that's a that's a big assumption that some of the students I work with make, and they say it really hurts them. Yeah. Uh, but I will tell you this: um, there is typically some kind of disjoint that individuals go through, or something is not there, or something is lacking, or something's missing. So when when I start asking about their job, they go, "Oh man, I really love my job. I love working with kids. Uh, I love changing kids' lives." You know, if you go and thinking, oh my gosh, this guy's supposed to tell me he hates his job. Well, what one question I ask is, well, that you know, that sounds really sounds really great. Uh, if let me ask you this though, if there was something you could change about what you do, what what would that be? All right, so I ask them, you know, mm-hmm. what if what is something that you could change about your job or something? And they may say, well, yeah, you know, sometimes I, I uh, come up with ideas and my boss doesn't like it. Or, you know, the, the commute is really bad. Uh, you know, uh, I love my coworkers, but can't stand my boss. So, you know, again, you want them to tell you these things and then and then you start asking, well, well, how does that, well, how does that make you feel? I mean, you come up with all, the, all these great ideas and your boss just turns them, just throws them off to the side. I mean, does that, does that have an impact on you? And then you get them to start talking about these type of things, all right? So what's happening now is you're asking these questions. You're getting data. So you're getting data about their job, their, their family life. Let's say they said that they're because of sitting in traffic that their kids are usually doing homework when they get home. And, you know, they don't get a chance to spend as much time. They haven't gone on a, on a date with their wife in six months. So all these things are coming out. So what I do then is I ask uh, – I mean I'll give you a listener since you're a nice guy, Derek. I'm going to give, <laughs> I'll give you one of the big components of my system, which is I have something I call the 100% question. And this is the transition that I make from uh, discovery to presenting. And this also is why I really know where I stand in terms of sales being – you know, the, getting the sale at the end, or really not. And what the hundred percent question is, so 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 really, what I do is I dig a little bit more about the, their 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 job. I'll ask them some questions, and I want I want them to know. I really want them to know uh, what they're going through because a lot of times people don't know what they're I'm, they really don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, they may think they do, but until they start talking about it and they hear about it themselves. They're really not going to know. So, I'll, so if they if if they tell me, I'll ask them, well, how long you've been working there, you know, do you enjoy it? I'll go through that process and ask, well, you know, how much money you're making now, and they'll say, well, you know, I make you know thirty five hundred dollars a month, and you know, I said okay, and then I said, well, how much money would you like to? If if I didn't say if if I said there was no cap that you had on your income, uh, what would you want to make, you know, on in your first year of internet marketing? Or network marketing, they so I, I'd want to make a, I'd easy hundred thousand dollars. So I said, okay, well, at, at at your current job right now, how many years would you have to work there for, for you to get to a hundred thousand dollars? And then they'll usually just stop and they go, wow, well, no, I'm never going to do that. Mm-hmm. That's that's not going to happen. So again, the, the the question is really designed because I want them to see, hey, 
if you stay at that, and, and I'll even ask them that. I, I'll say, um, you know, uh, do you see yourself do, doing that for so many years, or do you really think you're going to be able to, to change that? Or if you don't change it, will you be okay with it? You know, will you be okay? Will you, is that something you're going to settle for to do something like that? So I, I, I'm trying to get them to see what situation that they're in, what they're going through, and then the transition that I, you know, that I make is is uh, and, and the reason I call it 100% questions, 100% of the time that I ask it, I've always gotten a yes, and it's like, so let me ask you this: if you can find a business where, you know, y- if you had ideas, you can bounce them off people that actually will listen to them, uh, you wouldn't have to drive you know, and sit in traffic for two, three hours and miss the evening time with your kids. And you can find a way to have the date with the, you know, with your wife that you haven't, you know, have a date with six months. If you can find a business that can give you all those things, that's something that you'd want to hear about and, and, and be interested in maybe. And that's a transition that I make. Right. Right. So, I mean, and it's a question that, 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 that goes right, it goes right into the present. And here's the other thing. I don't like to oversell. Whereas some people at that point go, okay, let me tell you about my awesome business. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I do is, well, um, what I can do right now is if you, you know, if it's okay with you, is uh, just tell you a little bit about this program that you wanted to find out about, and you know, it may or may not be right for you, but it just just listen to it and just kind of let me know what you think. So I really kind of downplay it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I do a lot of takeaways too. I do takeaways. I do future pacing. I do some different things in there. The, the course I'm putting together is going to have a lot more of this in there. It's really hard just to do it in about 45 minutes or so. Yeah. Um, but it's uh, there, there's a little bit more to it. But I transition right into the presentation. And the presentation really, honestly, is not that long. It really is not. It's just I tell them about whatever my product is. Mm-hmm. You know, I, t- I tell them you know. Uh, really what it is that we do um how we started and 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 that other people have been succeeding with it and um you know it's just it's it's pretty simple i mean i do help people with script development so i kind of work it out where i can you know uh do the script with them to kind of let them know how to present it it's really really soft um and then from the presentation so the discovery is the longest part presentation is not that uh, really not that long because you don't want to it just sound like you've just been oversell but what you're doing with your presenting is now that you know what their needs are we'll start talking about the connection to your to, to your solution so if you're selling a uh a, like a, a funnel like you know you're uh, a done with you or done for you funnel and they're talking about well i need i need to make money i need somebody to hold my hand because i can't do this myself. I, I've tried it. I bought other programs, and I've just shoved a lot of videos in my face. And I don't know what I'm doing. I need to know that if I have a question, that somebody will support me. Well, those are the connections that you want to make mm-hmm. with this. So, so we've got a uh, we got an eight week implementation program, and it's something that is really designed to help individuals. In fact, we've got current happy customers that are were in the same position you were in, Derek just a few weeks back and they're going through this process so they've got somebody that that's kind of a guide and a coach is working with them on a weekly basis where you can share videos and you can kind of watch over the shoulder kind of like what you were saying right Derek um also and then that's it then you start telling them all the 
the the things about the business that directly answer what their needs are. Mm-hmm. See, so what sh- again, what it's showing them is, hey, this guy cares because first off, he's listening to all the things I've I've told him that I've had issues with, and you just listening. I mean, I've had people crying on the phone with me, yeah, literally, because they're like, man, I nobody's asked me these questions before. You know, nobody's even taking the time to listen. They're so busy wanting to tell me all. Of, I mean, I've had people that have bought products from me, and at the end, they're like, "Man, I don't even know what the heck I just got." Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I, I really. I don't know what I bought. I know I'm excited about it. I love it, and I know I'm going to get the support. But honestly, I don't know what I got. Can you tell me everything again? Yeah. <laughs> it's after the sale. Yeah. So, uh, it, it's a very powerful system, and it's kind of hard in just a short time to kind of really. And that's why I'm making. That when I do my entire system, it's going to be like a, a six month or a twelve month type of uh, support where I'll kind of help people. I mean, every to me, everyone's a salesperson, mm-hmm. and like you said earlier, sometimes people just don't want to sell a certain way. You know, they don't want to use high pressure, and that's one reason people stay away from sales. Mm-hmm. Whereas I work with students that you know have never sold before, but they like to help people. And boom, you know, before they know it, they're already a, a master salesperson and making good commissions because they've kind of learned it from a way that they don't have to get sweaty palms and get nervous about what they're going to say or they can't go to sleep at night. I mean, I sleep like a baby every night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> every night I go to bed, I don't ever have any problems going to bed because of what I, because, you know, I don't ever get nervous about what I do. So, um, and then from there, I just, really go into the the, the the clothes. I don't really get objections. Mm-hmm. And that's the other thing I was going to tell you. If you do this the right way, you don't really get objections. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I don't get the, I need to think about it and, and uh, give me a couple of days or can I sign up later? Now, I've done things where I've, you know, for some of my students to get those, I've created, you know, responses to, to those type of uh, uh, objections. But usually at the end of mine is, man, I really want to do this help I, I need money help me get the money to do this but i want to do it so i usually end up just helping people try to fight funding as opposed to overcoming objections or wasting spending a lot of time doing that okay so the and so you're not using any you know the typical urgency scarcity just not required no i don't that's brilliant so it's, it's such a a nicer, nicer way to sell. And, and, you know, one of the things that as I've been listening to you walk through this process and I've been writing notes down, I think one of the key skills, and I think a lot of people fail at this, is actually learning how to listen. And really what you do really well is is really listen to people. And I can't tell you how often I get on a you, – you'll get on a call with a salesperson or, or something like that. And they may even ask you questions, but they don't really listen to the answer. And you can tell they're, they're, they're following a script and they have to, you know, follow the script down the road. But what I'm hearing from you is you don't have scripts per se. No. I do use scripts, and I actually recommend scripts, but okay. I but 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 I don't recommend what you just said. I don't recommend just reading, uh, like you're calling a call center. Like you'll say something, then you can hear the gas, like a three second <laughs> pause, and go, "Okay, Mr. Thomas, so nice to have you with us." You know, yeah, nothing like that. No, no, I do. Uh, I, I do think scripts are good. Now, I don't think you should just read verbatim. Uh, that's why the conversation is important. The thing that you said about listening is so true. 
that's why I tell my students to practice, practice and, and kind of know the framework so you don't read because you, you never want to end up reading. You want to listen. Now, the thing about listening is when two people are talking, like think about when, when somebody gets, uh, you know, they go through their weekend, they meet out the water cooler to talk about their weekend. I go, hey, Derek, hey, man, how you doing? Uh, did, you, did you have a great weekend? And you're like telling me, oh, man, TG, I had an amazing weekend. And then you go on for like five minutes. Mm-hmm. And then I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, just ask this guy how his weekend was so I can tell him about mine. You know, <laughs> that's what a lot of people think, right? Yeah. They're just like, man, when is he going to shut up so I can tell him? So what happens when two people are talking, they've actually done studies on this. About 40 to 45 percent of the time when two people are talking, uh, one, the other person is thinking about what to say. The other 40 to 45%, they're thinking about when they can butt in to the conversation. <laughs> so you're only getting, listen, you're only, only getting listen, heard 10% of the time. Wow. Talk, he, when you talk to somebody, you want to get heard dude, what you, percent? You've just ruined all future conversations for me. <laughs> I'm just going like, so, there's no point yeah, talking. Nobody's listening anyway. <laughs> that, that, that's the crazy thing. So what I do is uh, – and that's why my – I mean here's the thing. My system is fairly easy to learn, but there are some disciplines that I want my students to have because they're so powerful. Mm-hmm. And one of them is is I, I re, the reason that I say that you should approach is – as it, because sometimes students say, well, how do you, how do you listen or how do you, you know, uh, listen to everything they say? And I say, well, imagine that you really want to help this person. <laughs> if you want to help this person, what would you do? Oh, yeah, I would listen. Exactly. So sit there and the reason I can come back and ask different types of questions to people is for something. Let's say somebody, uh, it says on a script, just any script, ask the person what they do. And then they go, you know, I'm, uh, I work in a warehouse, right? Mm-hmm. Well, the next thing they may say, okay, oh, well, yeah, how long you been doing that? Or, But I like to know a little more deeper. I mean, there's a lot of jobs in the warehouse. So what is it that you do in the warehouse? Well, I'm a forklift operator. Oh, okay. Is that, is that kind of dangerous? So again, nobody – people don't get asked these questions. Mm-hmm. They're asked one question typically and they go on. Right off the bat, when you ask these questions, that person like, wow, this guy, is he serious? He wants to hear about this stuff? you know. And genuinely, I do. I want to know what they do. I want. I really want to know how to help these people. The way I'm going to know how to help them is I want to know what their situation is, and I want them to know. I want them to hear themselves, tell themselves what you know. If it's a dangerous, if they're worried about the dangers, if their back is hurting, if they're worried about crates falling on them, I want to know about that, and I definitely want them to know that that's something. That, wow, this is crap. I'm listening to this. This is pretty intense. Mm-hmm. So. Um, you know, it, this is very hard. It's uh, hard for the average person just to listen. Yeah. It really, because we're so, you know, it's just the microwave society, right? Everyone's used to um, just kind of just getting answers quickly or, man, I don't have time to wait for this guy to respond. I'm going to have to say something. Mm-hmm. So um, I learned it, you know, really early on in my marriage. I mean, I just, uh, it was my 19 years yesterday. <laughs> my wife Congratulations. And I <laughs> Thank you. And my very first year of marriage, she really set me straight. Because <laughs> as a man, and you could probably you know relate to some of this because I've met your beautiful wife, and I don't know how long y'all been married, but my first year, uh, I wanted to help her with everything. If she, <laughs> she told me a problem, I was like, hey, "Great, let's what we can do." And she always got mad at me. And you know where I'm going. This oh yeah. <laughs> so so for the guys that are single out there we'll give you some free advice here is you know you know as much as men want to help 
women want to be heard. Okay, and that's what you want to remember. Women <laughs> want to be heard. They don't want to be helped. They want to be heard. So I learned very young when I was wanting to go in and help her that I just need to listen to her. And that, <laughs> and again, I've had all these things happen and really helped me with sales. Yeah. Uh, but that's one of the keys is you, once you become a better listener, um, you will become a better salesperson. Mm-hmm. That's just the way. Look at it. Yeah, m- massively true. Massively true. All right. So now we're, to wrap things up, uh, first of all, you've given us a ton of information, and, and I'm grateful for that, and I thank you. Now, where can where can people find out more about this, and and who's who's this right for? This is right for. Here's the thing. Anyone um, anyone that sells on the phone. Uh, this is good for, or anyone that is, you know, if you're in network marketing and part of it is getting people to join your team, you can do this. Uh, it's really designed for a high ticket product. Um, but if you, you know, if, if you're selling something for 500 bucks, thousand dollars, you know, it'll work for that also. I mean, you literally can use this for, uh, almost any type of uh, price range. Uh, you'll, you know, you have to adjust different things, uh, in terms of sometimes you may have to talk to, you know, because I know friends that have a million dollar and three million dollar year coaching programs that sometimes you may have to touch. And when I say touch, means talking to people more than one time. Mm-hmm. Um, most people can do a one call type of close with this. Um, but here's the thing I tell people. If you are looking for a quick fix, if you are saying, well, I'm going to do you know, high pressure and I just want to come in and just maybe learn a couple of techniques, this most probably will not work for you. This is a holistic approach to sales. So people that are now, if, if you're closed-minded, you know, if you're thinking, well, I know how to sell and you know, I'm going to check it out, and, yeah, this is not for you either. It's for the people that are very coachable, people that you – know, in, integrity – you know, uh, non-technique based, uh, uh, selling those type of individuals will really flourish with this. Mm-hmm. I've had students that go through this and go, Oh my gosh, this is just, just makes, it's just common sense. Mm-hmm. You know, it just makes the things that you share are just, it just makes sense. Yeah. Now, of course, it's not just about just asking questions because I think some, most salespeople don't, I've got to ask questions. But it's it's how you ask questions. There's th- there's what I call discovery sequences, which are you know kind of like uh, you know questions that you ask in sequence that give some depth. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like having you know uh, like peeling layers of an onion. You know you want to you want them to kind of see what's underneath the next layer, what's under the next layer. So depending you know uh, where you are in discovery, you may want to ask some discovery sequence questions. So. The, the people that are going to sell. So what I'm doing is I'm working on a membership site now. I don't. I've got a product. I don't really advertise it a, a whole lot. I've been working behind the scenes with a lot of people in the marketing space to kind of help them out. But I'm, I'm rolling out something, Derek. The next probably 30 to 45 days is my goal to have this launched, mm-hmm. and it's called the Unselling System. Uh, if you go to unsellingsystem.com right now. Uh, I think you can get. I think the way my web guys got it set up is you can get on a. Uh, on a notification list. So when that comes out, I can let you know about it. Uh, the other thing is if you go to tgthomas.com, which is just, you know, my name, T I J I Thomas.com. Uh, there's actually a contact tab there where you can just 
fill out your information. You can let it. You can send it to me that way also, and then I can just give you notification. Uh, I'm real excited about this project. Uh, I've been working on it for a while now, and it's it's really going to be like a membership type of community where I um, I'm going to have parts of my no pressure sales system in there. I'm going to have uh, some webinars that I've done that have been very very powerful and successful the people that have implemented i'm going to have a lot of mini what i call bite-sized training videos about three to five minutes so people want to learn how to different parts of discovery or learn how to overcome objections they can they can go right in and find that and i'm going to have group coaching and that's one thing i'm excited about because i when my time right now is very limited with the different things that i do so i don't have the time to individual coaching as much as i want to but i'm going to have group coaching Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna have like hot seats and things where we'll we'll have somebody come and tell us what their business is, and I'll put them on a hot seat and we'll ask you know questions and I'll you know share you know we'll have different people doing that throughout you know we're not sure if it's gonna be a six month or a twelve month type of program, um, but for people that are really open they want to learn how to you know even if you're not selling now if you have a desire if you're in a marketing program right now and you know man. I need to start making money. Just doing sending traffic to a web page is not working. I mean, when I first got online, I'm not the biggest tech guy in the world, but I figured out quickly, heck, I know how to talk to people. I need to start talking to people. <laughs> so I had, a, you know, I had a simple funnel built where they put their name and then the name came to my autoresponder. I would just email them, hey, here's my number, call me. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's what I would do. So if you think that, hey, you can get out of a little bit of a comfort zone and you can start talking to people, if you use what I teach you, you can easily get on the phone and start making conversions. I've had many, many people do that. So um, again, so if, if you're not, you know, I mean, if you're open-minded, you know, if you're coachable, if you sell on the phone and it's a, and you have to be I mean, I really like working with high integrity people, people that are selling a product, none of this, no scammy stuff and mm-hmm. all that. This is just really individuals that want to uh, take a product or service that they really believe in and want to learn how to do it from zero to, you know, wherever they want to go. I think they'd be ideal for this. Fantastic. Okay. And as always, I'll, I'll post those links in the show notes. So thank you so much for, uh, for all your sharing today and all the tips that you've uh, imparted to our audience. I greatly appreciate it. Absolutely. And those are, you, you, I mean, you, you represent your group very well, Derek. Those are great questions. Sometimes I'll do a podcast and, um, you know, the, sometimes the questions I get, are a lot, a lot more generic. You were; those are great questions to ask. I think I'm. I mean, I know that your uh, listeners got a lot out of it from that. So awesome, awesome. Because this, this is totally unscripted, right? So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so I, that, that was perfect. I love those questions. It's a, it's, it's something I think your listeners got a lot of benefit out of. Fantastic. All right. Thank you so much. And uh, all right, everyone. That was TG Thomas. And always, as always, any of the links, as I said, uh, that we mentioned will be included in the show notes along with the tra- entire transcript of this episode. And uh, as always, if you like what you heard, make sure you leave us a review on iTunes or SoundCloud. That is the fuel that gives me the momentum and motivation to continue making this the best info-packed podcast for digital entrepreneurs. And, uh, you know, now it's time to take all of those selling tips, tools, and strategies that you learned here today and apply that essential ingredient. And that ingredient is action. And as I said before, at the beginning of this interview, um, 
if you want to really scale your revenue, uh, one of the things that I would highly recommend is finding a way to add a high ticket product to your back end. But if you're going to do that, you need to learn the skills to sell those products. And the traditional sending emails and webinars when you get into those $1,000 plus products isn't always a way to do it. And uh, if you want to see real results, taking the system that you were exposed here today and applying that, getting on the phone, and as you scale up, finding other people to get on the phone and train them to do these things for you is the way to do that. So go for Take action and make your lives and business extraordinary. This is your host, Derek Gale, signing off. Thanks for listening to another info-packed episode of the Entrepreneur Ignited Podcast with Derek Gale. For links to all of the resources plus an entire transcript of this episode, go to entrepreneurignited.com slash podcast. Make sure you never miss another episode. Subscribe now on iTunes or SoundCloud.